0: Expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT.
1: This is Taiwan Talk. This is Taiwan Talk on ICRT. It's Thursday, March 27th. Hello and welcome to the special podcast edition of Taiwan Talk. I'm Keith Menconi. With the student protest movement occupation of the Legislative Yuan now in its 10th day, protest leader Lin Fei-Fan is continuing to call on the Ma administration to withdraw the cross-strait service trade agreement until legislation has been passed that would require supervision of all cross-strait agreements. Earlier this week, I spoke with student protesters Paris Shi and Shana Wei about these demands and what they hope it will accomplish. So on Sunday during Ma Yingjio's press conference, he said that uh, he would support a new line by line review of the cross service trade agreement why do you think that that form of review would not sufficiently address your concerns
0: line by line review does not doesn't mean anything
1: cuz they could send it back
2: to uh, legislative yuan and just date it again so i think that's why they feel like they are acting like you know we're we're making a compromise or something but that could actually restart the process again without people participating in it or they could just do, make the decision. So um, that's why we want to stop it right now and want it to be sent back to Executive Yuan. Um, and um, we are not accept that um, until we establish this super-
1: supervising law. So I think a lot of people watching this might feel a little confused by the fact that uh, the protesters are saying that they are pro-democracy when in fact it's the democratic majority that, in at least in the legislature, that wants this law passed.
0: I think the major problem occurs because the process is not transparent before the pact is sent to the legislative Yuan.
2: And um, because actually last Tuesday, one of the legislators, um, Zhang Qingzhong, he just announced that um, like within 30 seconds that actually passed the law and finished the whole reviewing process without actually make it transparent and make it clear to people. So actually within that, that's not ideal. And that's also not really legitimate for them to just finish it in 30 seconds without making the whole process transparent to people. So um, we feel that that's not really representing what people actually want. And we feel like because um we elected these people um <coughs> and this on uh, the county party represent the majority of it, and we feel like they would do what people um want, but again and again they um they make decisions against people and refuse to listen to people um so now we actually want to um kind of like interfere and just say um to establish a kind of system that could actually make us have the power to review the whole process and to to supervise it so we not only have the power to just elect them we could actually supervise every decision that they make to make sure that um, the decision that they make um, actually reflect what people think so we feel like it's a new step of democracy in, in terms of how we could actually supervise every single decision that they make.
1: Could you describe what your ideal review process would look like? What do you think this law should require for that review?
0: Our ideal process for reviewing the pact is that we need people to be involved in the process. And also, we want the legislators to really speak out for the people instead of speaking out for their interests.
1: Do you think that the DPP deserves any of the blame for the lack of representation that you guys are describing?
0: Yeah,
2: definitely, because even though they are not the main party right now, but I feel like they should actually take charge of supervising the um, the KMT party for the people, but they did not do that, why the KMT party could feel like they could do whatever they want. Um, so I definitely feel like they should be blamed.
0: I think the, oppo- uh, the opposition party, they are not functioning. And this time... Because there are some people saying that the opposition party is involved in the movement. But I would say that actually we are not urged by them. But we force them to come out and face us, to face the people here.
1: Before these protests started, I think it would be fair to say that the DPP was doing a lot to stall the passage of this pact and to stall the review of this pact. Do you think that that was a good thing that they were doing, that they were trying to stall it? Or do you think that they were preventing the legislature from performing a proper review of the agreement? Yeah,
2: um, I think that to just simply stop it didn't really help because the whole reviewing process should be transparent in the first place to um to people. So um, by simply stopping it, I feel like it's kind of it's kind of a performance. Like um the candy party just wanted to um, pass it and they stopped it. And they they accuse each other. But they should. I think they should work together to make the whole process really transparent to people and let people know what's going on in the first place.
0: I think that instead of just by stopping the pact, the opposition party and also the ruling party, they should let the people know more about the pros and cons of the pact.
1: So what you guys are talking about is non-responsive government in Taiwan and... Uh, I think that somebody could have made this point a month ago, a year ago, two years ago. Why is this the issue that pushed you guys to take the action of totally shutting down the legislative arm of the government?
0: I'm worried about Taiwan's future because our government opens up too many things like the transportation system and the publishing industry to China, and this will cause great harm to our country's national security.
2: And we feel like this is the last chance for us to to stand out because we're facing China. And if we don't establish the supervising law, they could actually take whatever they want to take and, you know, they could invade it. And that's what's happening in Hong Kong right now, because a lot of Hong Kong, uh, including the independent media, um, their position is that um, we support Taiwan because we don't want Taiwan to be a second Hong Kong.
1: Do you support the occupation of the Executive UN? Do you think that that was a step that needed to be taken?
0: I support their movement because I think we've been protesting peacefully for too long and the government, they are still not responding. So uh, they have to kind of make the movement kind of elevated and have to catch people's attention, even though I always th- I think that's a, sacri- a sacrifice for us. So um, I still support them. And I'm not afraid that people will... We'll think that we're mobs because we know we're not. But if the media, they keep manipulating, the, the media is manip- manipulated. But since we have Facebook, we have um, Internet, we have our social media, we can spread the truth out to people so that the world or the people know what's really happening here.
1: What do you think the government would need to say for you to support ending the occupation of the Legislative Yuan? Uh, First of all, they could actually
2: uh, quickly respond to the demands that the student representative sends out. Well, President Ma actually said that um, I'm going to see you uh, if you do not have any kind of demands or something, which is crazy because we're going to have demands when we see them. So we are uh, willing to see our president... But um, we should also have a kind of open forum for people to actually listen to it. It shouldn't be a kind of secret meeting.
0: Also, I would say that we demand the government officials to apologize for the violent disperse Mm -hmm. against students and civilians um, in Executive Yuan that night.
1: What are the next things that you're going to be looking for from the government? Ma has said that he might set up some kind of dialogue between himself and the the leaders of the protest movement. What do you expect to come out of that?
2: I expect that he would just answer our two demands really quickly. But if he did not respond to our two demands in the first place, um, we, we cannot do anything.
1: If the government doesn't take these moves that you're talking about, how long uh, are you guys prepared to stay in this building and continue this occupation?
0: We will persist until the government satisfies our demands.
2: Yeah, I I feel like we will continue, and because there, uh, I I think people are finding a kind of tempo that you know they are participating, but they are also maintaining their 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 life, and you know going go to school or um, uh, finishing their business. So I feel like people are finding a kind of tempo to actually, uh, we can replace each other one by one. So we're not like staying here forever. It's like people will keep coming in and the people inside will also go out to have their normal lives. So yeah, so I feel like uh, we could actually persist until the government respond
1: By maintaining this prolonged occupation, and preventing the legislature from carrying out discussion on any issue. Do you have any concerns that this will be an imposition on the democratic process in Taiwan?
2: I, I don't think we are hurting democracy in, in that way because if the government really want those things to be carried out, they will respond quickly because we actually had a similar movement um, in the 90s and the president, Li, uh, Li Denhui, then actually... Um, saw and and met the student representative really, really quickly. And then he reorganized the uh, Congress and um, the Legislative Union really quickly. So um, I feel like that is democracy in terms of how he's willing to talk to the students and to respond really quickly and to have the government functions again. Um, after a short period. So I feel like it's the government hurting democracy in terms of how they just refuse to listen to us, and it's like they don't care too. Like They don't care about how it's occupied because they just refuse to talk to us and refuse to respond. So I feel like it's they hurting the democracy, it's not the students.
0: Can you imagine that there's a country that people occupy the Congress and the government does not respond until the fifth day. That was unbelievable.
1: We've been speaking to student protesters Pereshe and Shanaway. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Talk. As always, we'd love to hear what you thought of today's program. You can leave us a comment on our Facebook page or rate and review Taiwan Talk on iTunes. This helps us bring you the kind of shows you want to hear and makes it easier for other people to discover the program. For ICRT, I'm Keith Menconi.